Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, and look who's back. Nick, 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 Nick. We missed you, Nick. Welcome back, Nick. Did wow. we? Wow. Yeah, you look good, song. dude. Thank you. Look look a little less uh, green over here, you guys, and is in Kauai for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. coming around. But yeah, uh, that island is just basically green everywhere. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Expect to see dinosaurs. It's like going there, like it's possible because well, it's not. But they it, did film possible. Jurassic Park there. They did film. But I get. To, not I got actual, to see that. They're not actual dinosaurs. Yeah, look at the chickens. They're like the plenty of dinosaurs. Look at Nick's uh, crew got, neck got, there. He's going go with like, the Jurassic oh, chicken situation. Fish hook. Oh, do you know who? Now, do you know whose fish hook that is? Maui. Right. Uh, I was gonna say with King Kamehameha, but Dragon Ball Z. That's a reference from Dragon Ball Z. What is yeah. this? The Brady well, Bunch? No, Hawaii. Brady <laughs> 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 Bunch. You guys busting out weird <laughs> necklaces? That's probably gonna curse the show. Might have the, cursed the, the show. The thing is, is my six-year-old got one of those for free at the. Uh, oh, and this was we not free. Wyale at last. This is. I got fall. this in the town that Lilo and Stitch was kind of oh, okay. influenced by. Cartoons. The Disney movie. Everyone's seen Lilo and Stitch. You never, know? No, never no, saw no. it. Uh, we have a super chat already, Oscar. Before we even hit the countdown. Okay. Ten bucks. I think Fields have a great season, but Bears fans need to chill. Never seen a more overhyped offseason than this year's. Let's pump the brakes. Okay, Oscar, coming in hot. Well, Oscar is. Wait, to- wait, wait, who's, wait what? Oscar, I love you, man. Who's overhyping the Bears? Did he say overhyping the Bears or did he say overhyping Fields? The Bears, right? More I mean, he said overhyped offseason. Off I mean, you know, we're, we're getting a little pumped. I mean, it's getting a lot of attention, but it's pretty damn crucial offseason. But no one's sitting here saying that they're, <clears throat> like, transitioned into a Super Bowl contender by any means. Well, the topic of the show today is about Justin Fields' fantasy rankings. Yeah. And Sharp Football's out there putting him seven. To which I was sending good old Adam Hogue the link, and then Hogue, you wrote me back, and what did you say? <laughs> Not <laughs> high enough. Not high enough. Now, was it seventh among quarterbacks or seventh overall? Seventh among QBs. Well, I was at the ringer. They have him at number six for quarterbacks. So maybe it wasn't high enough number seven there for Sharp. I don't know. Yeah. Football. I. You know what the, my favorite part of the morning doing the, the Justin Fields research on May the 18th was, was reading everyone's favorite Bears reporter outside of the two reporters to my left and right, Larry Mayer, at the Bears website, writing this about Fields. Can I just read what Larry wrote? And, love Larry. And talk to you. Fields blossomed into an electrifying playmaker last season, rushing for 1,143 yards and eight touchdowns on 160 carries and throwing for 22-42, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. This is where it gets even better. His 1143 rushing 
were the second most by an NFL quarterback behind only the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. I know we all know this, but just like sort of let it sink in. Like I think we take it for granted. Fields also set a single game record for rushing yards by an NFL quarterback with 178. So in I, again, let it sink in. In the history of the NFL, no player has ever been better at the position running the ball than Justin Fields. Mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. is an insane thing when you really think about it. In addition. As Larry continues, he became the first quarterback with three touchdown runs of at least 50 yards. The first quarterback in the history of the game. The first quarterback in the Super Bowl era with a rushing touchdown in six straight games. And the first quarterback to rush for at least 70 yards in five consecutive contests since at least 1950. Now, I know that all is is rushing stuff, but I don't know. For some reason this morning when I was reading, it's like, you know, we're sitting here having the debate. Is he? Is he not? This dude is the is the is tops in the history of the NFL at running the ball from that position, and we all think he can throw. So it just kind of made me feel all googly inside. Electrifying playmaker, how Larry, you know, put it, and he was doing that just with his legs out of necessity. And maybe there are times where, yes, he could have stayed in the pocket a little longer, but Fields is going to have that. Like that, he's athletic enough to always go to that. If something's not open downfield. So I think we're all expecting here and kind of go back to the super chat. We're expecting Justin Fields to take a jump. He's got weapons around him. He's got a more stable offensive line when looking at it on paper. So I think you can expect those offensive numbers to continue to go up, especially with the continuity with the coaching staff. Now, here comes reality. Let's go. No, not reality. This is where I'm actually going the other direction. So when you said seventh, when you texted me and I said not high enough, Okay, non-reality. Let's go. Do you know where he ranked last year? As far as quarterback in In fantasy fantasy football? I do not know. Sixth. Mm -hmm. That's kind of amazing. And we're all saying he needs to be better. Now, Hogue uh, clearly making a very valid point here. (laughs) (laughs) Two are right. I mean, maybe because I've never been a big fantasy guy. So when I just look at the names and, you know, sharp football, uh, sharp pro football analysis has Allen one, Mahomes two, Hertz three, Jackson four, Herbert five, Burrow six, and then Fields. And then behind him, Lawrence, Watson, Tua, Dak, Geno, Jones, Richardson. That's interesting, isn't it? Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Stafford, all below him. And I get it's fantasy points, but it's still like, I don't know, for me it was just jarring seeing him at seven. But do you know who was third? Jalen Hurts. Jalen, yep. So right. we and and Lamar's fourth. Because what you can say is, okay, Justin ran for eleven hundred forty three yards last year and eight touchdowns. Um, is that sustainable? I'll tell you what. I actually think the touchdowns might be sustainable because I think when you get in that low red area, I, You're gonna I, lean on I, I would still. Those are the moments where I would still lean on him to run the ball in the read option, like you know, absolutely. It, Jalen Hurts had 13 touchdowns last year rushing, <laughs> um, so I actually think the touchdown numbers will stay about the same, if not get better, even if the rushing yards come down, and then if those passing numbers come up. He had 17 touchdowns throwing the ball last year. Jalen only had 22. So, and Jalen Hurts had a. About 83 more fantasy points overall. That's all he would need then to get in the top three if you're just going off of last year's number. So, look, the point is, and I was making this uh, point a lot last season, for all the nitpicking on fields, and plenty of it is obviously completely valid and he needs to get better as a passer, this dude has already arrived as a fantasy football player. Like no he should be a first-round pick. And anybody who dropped him last year Shout out Drew for my fantasy football league. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, damn, Drew. Sorry, Drew. Raz and Sean. Drew, idiot. Because, <laughs> because, yes, it was a slow start, but, you know, the second he was dropped, and I don't think it was just my position as somebody who covers the team, like if you're paying attention, they were still going to use him as a rusher. That was going to come along eventually. Now, it went sort of to an extreme I wouldn't have even expected. But certainly you pick him up as a flyer, and uh, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, especially over that course of that month in the middle of the season, he actually was, I believe, for a month there, the top fantasy football player. Yeah. Out of anybody. It, it just goes to show, like, fantasy football rankings and obviously, you know, wins and loss for a team, they don't, they don't obviously go hand in hand. And Justin Fields, I think he's going to put up numbers regardless. 
because he's that type of player. And looking at Jalen Hurts last season, he had over 130 more passing attempts than Justin Fields did last season. That number is going to go up, you guys, in year two with Luke Getze. So you're looking at Justin Fields' potential as a fantasy football player. Like, yeah, if you want to potentially be in your championship for fantasy football, like Justin Fields may be the guy that you can get later on after maybe a Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, then Justin Fields. Like, that's that's going to be a guy that I, I need all the fantasy help I can get. Probably going to go with Justin Fields this year. This is how Sharp writes it. After a slow opening month, which we just underlined, Fields reeled off nine consecutive QB1 scoring weeks on the backbone of an incredible rushing profile. Fields rushed for the same that we're talking about, 11.43 in 15 games, pacing all quarterbacks in rushing points per game, 10.8. We should see regression, also what we're talking about, in his rushing efficiency since Fields had the most rushing yards ever for a quarterback on runs of 20 or more yards, 429. Any regression in that area could be a big swing as Fields was 20th in passing points per attempt, 0.427, and 40th in passing points per game, 9.1. The positive end is the Bears have invested in adding DJ Moore to elevate his passing output while adding Darnell Wright, an offensive tackle, to offer more protection up front. Which all makes sense. But I do think if things go well, we're going to see, I would hope, a major regression in his rushing performance. I'm not saying ma- the touchdowns make sense. Major regression? I, I, I don't think he's... Hopefully he doesn't have to run as much. Half right, as yeah. Yards. yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't, I don't think half. I, I think you still want him in the 700s. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that would be a good number for him. Um, he's too talented not to break off a 50-yard touchdown run every once in a while. It's going to happen. For sure. He's going to accidentally have games where he goes over 100 <laughs> yards rushing. Yes. Defense playing man-to-man. They're all running with their wide receivers, all these new weapons downfield. Justin Fields leaks out and can burn you for 50. That's He's got that ability at any moment. So he's going to make those big runs happen. Who uh, My guy Jared sent me a video. There's a guy over over the pond that just did like a, who was like was watching fields for the first time. And he watched 13 minutes of his highlights and just was commenting on him. He's like, Whoa, this guy's really good. <laughs> how did he say? Wow. Wow. How fast is this guy? Whoa. He can throw the ball too. Was Who's this a- called? Come out. He looks like Gronk. Like it was the, but anyway, <laughs> was it a Cockney accent? Was it Irish? What was the, uh, little bro? I want to say, I want to say English Brit somewhere. Was he in a Jordy? Uh, I, I can send it to a you. Bank. It, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Stop. I, I don't want. Yeah, it was. I feel uncomfortable going any further on my imitation of this guy, but <laughs> I really enjoyed watching the 13 minutes of highlights and just reminding myself, like, oh, I mean, he had a lot of moments last mm-hmm. year, and when you're just watching him, it's like those are all really fast dudes, and he just ran past all of them like they were running in quicksand. It was like, okay. Uh, the dude, the dude's, the dude's gonna make it. He's, he's gonna be the Bears quarterback. It's not stopping. We're, you're not. If you bought a Fields jersey, you, you can feel comfortable that you're not gonna have to change the number, the name on it, a la, a la Trubisky. What? You just gave a face. I feel like you just totally jinxed it. No, 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 no. He's, There's he's no, beyond don't, jinxing. Don't, Fields don't. is beyond jinxing. Can't do it. No jinx, Aruski. There's no you, such thing. You believe in the jinx? Here. One's. Here's a serious question now. Yeah. What's the last jersey that a fan could have bought that wouldn't have regretted it? From the Bears? Yeah. Like, that still holds... I would have said Eddie Jackson, but he switched his number. Sanborn? And like... Sanborn. <laughs> <sighs> no, you got to go farther than that. I'm thinking, like, oh, if okay. you have a Charles Tillman jersey uh, right now, you're, you're feeling good about that. that. Peanuts definitely Obviously won. Hester, obviously mm-hmm. Erlacher, Briggs... Well, we're talking about guys that play that it's played a long, too long time ago. ago. Too long ago. They need to like change if you that. bought a seventy-five Kyle Long jersey. I'm down with a long jersey. Okay, he spent the majority of his career got hurt, but like there were a few years that were that was like the the jersey that they had stocked in the pro shop. And I'm like, I like Kyle Long a lot. Kyle Long likes Kyle Long a lot, and Kyle Long would be like, you guys got to do better. You can't have your right guard <laughs> as your top-selling jersey. You ran into him at the Super Bowl. Awesome dude. Bragg's is putting up Akeem Hicks, which is just pathetic. And I loved Akeem Hicks. But <laughs> Akeem like, was good. He was know. good for two years. Yeah. That, that's how sad 
this is. Seriously. Yeah, all these names in here, it's just too old. They need to hopefully get some guys that are from this decade, which would be nice. Um, Matt Forte is to the test of Forte, time. Forte, again, Forte. but I, I'm Kyle Fuller. Ooh. No, 23 belongs to Hester. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. I'm, I'm, Think about it this way. When you see the number, you know the player. Like, You don't need the name to be on there. 33 is Tillman. Yep. Even though it's not retired. 54 Johnson right 51 now. Buckus, Johnson. 34 sweetness. Hopefully it's one. Gary Ross and Corey Wood. Love it. Hey. 98. Doesn't Dexter have 98 now? Dexter does have 98. And the Pickens is 96? Is it 99? And then Somewhere. Travis Bell has one of those. 99 is Danimal forever and always. Quit wearing 99. Number should be retired. Don't diss Shay McClellan like that. That's not... I mean, <laughs> Shea wore 99. Some of the worst players ever have worn 99. Like, seriously, the, like, Except for, Dan oh, Ham's in the Hall of Fame. Retire the damn drummer. And while you're at it, get my guy OB in there, too. 87 <laughs> should be retired. Put OB in there. We have a Cody Parkey reference. For one. No. That would be a good jersey to have. <laughs> Just one. to be that guy. Yeah. Running around with a Parkey jersey. You're the. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I, I, I hate. Uh, Ron put in there Cutler six is heavily underrated. I hate to say it, but when you see six, you think of Cutler. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Butthead. Butthead. Yeah. That's our um, era. Me and you, Lawrence. Yeah, definitely I, Butthead. I think of Jay Cutler. Look, I like Butthead too, but Kevin Butler versus Jay Cutler? That's a mismatch. Butthead, butthead all oh, day. Oh, come on. There was a debate about this. I'm like special teams season. kicker guy. That's ridiculous. Give Cutler more respect than that. I give his Cutler zero respect. <laughs> how many playoffs games we, did he win? How many players could you do? You could make that about how, how many how many playoff games did Erlacher win? He was the quarterback. Three. He was. They went uh, to they went to the Super Bowl with Erlacher. Yeah, he but I'm just saying of, the number of playoff three. wins is yeah. not much different. Is that it? For yeah, Erlacher? but 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 if he if he had a quarterback, how many would he would have won? If Jay was better, if Jay was more consistent. If Jay didn't get hurt, what was that, the Sunday night if, game against the... Uh, if Jay Char- doesn't no. rip up his knee, do they do they go to the Super Bowl? Maybe. Yeah. But come on. Let's not. Do we I'm re- just saying your stat. My point there was that your stat of how many playoff it, games they win could be applied to a lot of really good players, too. Yeah, that's that's not a good. You you have plenty of good Cutler sucks arguments. That's not good. That's not a good one. <laughs> okay, what was his? I'll I'll, I'll back off. No, I'll back off a drop. But I do think like as the quarterback when you're when you were here for however many years Cutler was here for, only winning one playoff game is an indictment of you. What was his record as a Bear? Was it fifty-one and fifty-one? Yeah. It, was, it was exactly five hundred. Yeah. But at one point, it was above five hundred, which was Phil Emery's literally Phil Emery's rationale for giving him a contract extension. That's that's that's. Butthead wore the single bar. That's why you gotta give him the yeah, edge. that too single bar. That uh, too. I just face mask. I'm just not a cutler guy. Period. End of story. Well, we know that. So hey, what's that down there? Oh oh. Well, Adam. Some of props. us around here pay off our bets. <laughs> Unlike oh, Greg, you, oh you do. <laughs> I still need a. What, what have I not paid off? You paid off the little the little furry guy. What? what I, I paid off the name? furry guy, and what was our bet? What have I bagel? Where the, where the this was at? a pretty dumb bet you made, but I'm still gonna collect. It, you you bet that the Bears would not draft a running back. Oh. Okay, I thought I thought it was something to do with Jalen Carter, but I did bet that the Bears would have drafted a running back, and I am happy to have Roshan Johnson on this squad, and we'll gladly pay. I was will gladly pay off Adam Hogue, Angels envy because you are an angel. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, I have to say, I I am a bourbon guy, and I have not had Angels envy before, so I'm excited about this. I appreciate it. Smooth and delicious. And I'm going to try it right now. All right, let's go. Oh, yeah. What time is it? Look at Hogue just swigging on the show. 12.20. (laughs) (laughs) Time does not exist. I took a tiny taster sip. Little Mm. sipper. Mm. How was it? Very good. Very smooth. Smooth? That's good stuff. It's no Malort, but uh, it'll do. It's Uh, definitely way better. Hey, we got a couple super chats I'd like to hit up real fast here. The Duke... The Duke is back. From Duke Island, uh, chiming in for 1999. Thank you, Duke. Uh, we miss you. Nick, show us your hands, specifically your ring finger. 
Got nothing, you guys. Congratulations. Got nothing. Um, by the way, that's not how engagements work. <laughs> it could. Could. He wouldn't have his ring until they got married. Who wears... Who wears the pants in that relationship is my question. Free hands. Yeah, I think we know the answer to that question. <laughs> um, it's too, you know what? I hate. Can I call Carm out for something? Uh-oh. I hate Uh-oh. when something is specifically said that he would react to if he was actually listening. Yeah, yeah. I got a bad text. That I should, just, Get rid of your phone. Well, something <laughs> happened that I needed. I don't even know what happened there because I was trying to do something. But what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got You miss Lawrence asking who wears the pants in Nick's relationship. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, Stephanie. Wow, it's not even close. <laughs> I mean, he's literally wearing. I don't shorts. even think Nick was shorts. listening. He's wearing shorts. I, I don't think I was listening. Yeah, I missed that I one. I don't even think Nick realized. Yeah, I, that completely. Dude, appreciate you guys. Don't you agree? No. Oh. <laughs> the way that was a yes. No. <laughs> that was. That's how you say yes while saying no. Oh my God. No. Come on. <laughs> we we know how business works around here. All right. Uh, Drew Black, 499. <laughs> happy thanks, girlfriend, Drew. happy life. That's true. If I attend a tailgate this year, will Carm and or Braggs commit to shotgunning some cocktails with the fans, a.k.a. me? You're not comfortable saying cockies? I don't like that word, no. That's a, that's a <laughs> term. I don't like it either, but Carm's made Drew, it. last year I brought out the whiskey, Carm personal stash, we had we had shot glasses and all. I I have shot glasses left over from last year, so absolutely we will take we can have a shot. I'm, I, do I feel a, like everyone, including Carmen Braggs, ex- forget that we have it still. We still have to do a pregame show. That's why I said I would do one. You just took a shot on the show. That's true. Whoa, that is true. That was not a shot. It was a sipper. Was that was a, a sip. Yeah. A shot would have had three, probably four times as much in it that I just, that was a okay. really small sip. Okay. Double gold. Okay. Double one cup. shot. I'm I mean, shot. I'll do one. <laughs> but, so let's just be accurate about it, though. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, oh. I think part of uh, us having a tailgate is absolutely having a shot with the people. So <laughs> I'm in. By the way, the uh, our MVP performer from softball game one just walked into the studio. Congratulations to Herb Lawrence. He won the uh, Goose Island MVP for week one. Congratulations to Herb, and we look forward to having other people win that award and playing as well as him and hopefully winning some games. We're all in one. Yeah, I don't. We got a bye week, right? Bye week next week. Bye week. Come back. I got to talk to you after the show about a some things. Bye week after one game? Yeah, we didn't. First w- one got rained out. Then we had the one, and then the bye this week. This league goes to like October. Yeah. yeah. All they? right. Uh, yeah. Super chat 999 from the Bears Bastard. How many passing attempts a game do you think Fields will have? Finished under 22 pass attempts per game in 22. We have so many weapons, but too many mouths to feed if the volume doesn't increase a lot. Here, I'll say that I think it's a great question. Thank you. This is a good question. I don't think that the passing attempts actually goes up too much. I think this is still going to be a team that the identity is running the football first. And I don't think they're really? going to all of a sudden turn into like this huge passing attack. I don't, really? I don't think that would be the smart thing to do. I think they're going to be more efficient passing the football. I hope that's not the case. Maybe that's the best way to win football games, but I really hope that we are seeing an offense that is throwing it close to 30 times and DJ Moore's running free and Cole Komet's at a whole nother level and we're really praising the Robert Tunyon edition and oh my god everybody said a word negative on Chase Claypool shut the hell up look at what he's doing I mean I hope Darnell Mooney oh man having him back healthy this is sweet who you, you can't stop this Bears offense because literally there's so many weapons that's how I hope this is gonna look so 30 seems like a I just don't see a drastic shift in the offensive philosophy. Well, I think they'll have more opportunities on offense. They just weren't out there a lot. And Fields had 318 passing attempts last season. Just, again, the comparisons with Jalen Hurts are going to keep going and going until, um, you know, Justin Fields actually shows that he could be a proficient passer. He had 460 last year. Justin Fields not going to throw 460 times. But can he get maybe borderline 400 and 380? 
I think you can get in that range. I just think there's just going to be more opportunities for his offense to score, and you do need to use those weapons. I mean, one of the things that um, Just Fields spoke with Larry Mayer, who we were talking about earlier, one of the things he wanted to work on was a quick passing game. That was his main focus, a quick quick game. And he, one of the benefits of doing that is to get yards after the catch to his playmakers. So getting the ball out there quick, yep. letting them – you know, get the yards after the catch that the Bears just didn't get enough of last season. So, I could see anywhere between like that three eighty bottom bottom line four hundred passing attempts this season. What do you make of that one, Adam Hogue? That he's working on getting ball the getting rid of the ball quicker. Sure, I mean, if you're come on, if you're the Bears and you're trying to do an off season storyline, what are you focusing on? So you think it's just Larry and nothing to write? I'm not. Made no, up that's not what I'm saying. I'm just. <laughs> kind of I, I'm just. <laughs> If you're going to ask the question, Nick would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. One of the first things I'd ask is, how's he processing? By the way, how's he processing on air right now? They haven't even had a practice. Next week is the first time they get to go out there and actually go even run around in shorts against the defense. Right. I'm just, what, are we, what are we reading this off of is my, is my question. The fact that Larry asked him a question and his answer was getting rid of the ball quicker. That's his focus. Well, that's what I'm saying. Good. That should be the focus. Well, he could be. But when you ask me, like, what do you think? Like, it, what, are, what are the results? I have no idea. I hope I mean, they're better. I mean, are you envisioning a quick hitting zing zang offense? Boom, boom, boom. What I want to see from the start of the season is a quarterback that's hitting those checkdowns faster. Okay, and mm-hmm. I think if you actually watch the film and even look at some of the numbers that reflect the film, I do think he was actually starting to process faster in the second half of the season and was starting to do that. You know, coaches teach all different ways, but it, it, I think the simplest way to, to, to break it down is like you want to have a built-in chunk and explode. You win with explosive plays in this league. No doubt. So you want to have a designed explosive option within a passing play. But then, to me, you I'd rather see him hit the check down before <laughs> he looks for the intermediate route coming across the field that's going to take more time, that's a more dangerous throw. So it's more so, is the first option there, the explosive? No? Then where's my check down? And if there is plenty of time, then maybe you can peak it's your intermediate option. But if not, you better make sure you can still get it through your check down. And, and that's a lot right there. That's why no one's minimizing how hard this is. It is really freaking hard. It's, a, it's, it's why it's the hardest position to play in sports. No question about it. And, and it's, but it's also why they get paid the most money. It's why they get drafted as high as they do. And it's just part of the, the, t- the territory. But I hope that's the focus. I'm not surprised to read a story that it's the focus. We're nowhere near having any idea if it's really happening. Well, I'll say, that, I mean, a big part of what Luke Getze's offense is going to be with the passing game is the quick game. You see what you did with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay when he was there. They had a lot of quick game stuff. All the slants that you see Green Bay has run over the years, like that's supposed to be coming over here to Chicago. That's part of the quick game, too. So it's all about the footwork. The bear, How many times have we heard Eberflus, Justin Fields, Janoko always talk about footwork? That's paramount to have in the quick game. So it should be the focus, and that's an easy way to get completion, stay on the field, score more points, and actually have an offense that's, that's humming. Super chat here from Kevin, 999. What's can, up, Kevin? Can we assume it might have been better for Fields' development to learn how to throw into smaller throwing windows this season before adding a dynamic player like DJ who will open some throwing lanes? Wait, wait. Wait, what? We- and we assume it might have been better for Fields' development to learn how to throw into smaller throwing uh, windows this season before adding a dynamic player like DJ who will open. I, I, I like where Kevin's getting at, and I was actually having this question in my head earlier today, and which I've had many times. Like, would it Because, ha- you know, you come off the Commanders game, Bears offense looks terrible. Darnell Mooney's dropping touchdown passes. Fields is hitting helmets at the goal line. They only scored seven points. They came out of that Thursday night game. They come back, and all of a sudden, Fields is running all over the joint, and the Bears' offense takes off. But And they didn't win any games, so it ended up working out. But would it have been better long-term if they really had just made him sit in the pocket and process and learn? Now, 
he would have been in harm's way, which would have been super scary. But I think that's what Kevin's getting at. Like, just make Isn't him. Isn't that what Matt Nagy did? Yes, but ever. but you, guys you know remember the Browns game. Yes, but we're you're way further along at that point, and I I just wonder like like okay, that's it, not how it works, man. All these all these quarterbacks. There's so many examples. Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs. Jalen Hurts got AJ Brown. Joe Burrow got his. You want to make it easier, Jamar Chase. You, you get you, you make add DJ Moore to open up the lanes. You don't want to make it difficult on your quarterback. These quarterbacks don't just magically know how to do it. They have help. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying that he didn't need help. I'm just saying, like, long term, would it have been better for him to have been forced to sit in the pocket and process versus, like, let's just unlock you and let you do what you do? What's the, what are we? Matt Nagy in the chat said, oh, you mean like I was trying to do? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, and I think, like, too, Having him do that with the receiving core that he have, I don't know if that's beneficial because those are not your number one, two, three targets this season. And right. it's like those that's guys fair. are not even going to be – how open are they re- realistically going to get? So I think you, you're always looking to make things easier on your quarterback. So if it make, means bigger throwing windows because you have better receivers that can run better routes, that's the route you want to take, not, not the other way around. And by the way, to clarify earlier, Justin Fields will have more passing attempts. Like, he just no will doubt. unless he's hurt and he doesn't play as much. He will. Um, the Bears as a whole will because if the offense is better, they're just going to have more opportunities. They're going to have more plays. Um, I'm just saying don't – I'm not expecting a dramatic shift. It's not going to be a in, pass first offense. In no. offensive identity. I'm just expecting the same offense to work better because they're going to have more success on passing downs. Um, and – quite frankly, will probably have more explosive plays in the passing game too, which doesn't necessarily mean more attempts, just more conversions on those plays. So why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm looking at you like that because I want to kill Braggs, but that's okay. And why are you looking at me? Because you got to get to a break. You you are at a Braggs extension. Hey, uh, we do, and I'll take this one there, Hoagie. You want to get fitted out in the absolute best sports <laughs> okay. gear around because I'm sitting here waiting for you to do it. It's all just do it. Um, get yourself the hoodies, get the shoes, the shoes, the signs, the bobbleheads, and everything in between. Foco should make a Bragg's bobblehead. Ooh, <laughs> I like that idea. Like, yeah. With an enormous, no, okay. It's spring and baseball season. They've got Aloha shirts. They've enormous got straw what? I didn't want to say anything. Um, that huge <laughs> zit that was on his face. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need to uh, you need for a game. I didn't say this because I'm a man who had the biggest zit in the history of zits on the, on my nose. Uh, Foco makes you look good, even if you have those things. By the way, set decorations. We love you, Foco. They have donated an awesome uh, bunch of pieces for our sets. Um, so yeah, we love you, Foco. And check out Foco.com or. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO for 10% off. Guys, summer is on its way. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Manscaped is Bragg's here. Is. Oh, yeah. Bragg's ready. Doing the swimming. So ready to unveil the beach bod. Well, Manscaped is here to I ensure is. <laughs> your body is ready for the wild within with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And if you grew some winter man boobs, the least you can do Oof. is make sure they are hairless. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code CHTO. I'm someone who enjoys being well-groomed, constantly getting my hair cut, keeps a beard or mustache lined up. And Tell I'll us more, my, Nick. Yes, keeping my chest hair trimmed and controlled, doing all the things, keeps me confident in my look. And Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 4.0, waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. And having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CHGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shaving with the code CHGO at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles, you guys. I'm telling you, when you come out of a Manscaped experience, you feel so much better. Get involved. Mm-hmm. Do it. All right, Hogue. Manscaped. Lead uh, us to victory, would you? Yeah. 
I would like to talk about the stadium <coughs> developments. Mark Carmen's new stadium. He's so happy about. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's there, talk about it. Well, there is a little news on this, okay? Uh, and um, just, you kind of kind of fight through some very weedy political mm-hmm. nonsense yeah. to really get to the core of it. Um, but the reality is there was a House Executive Committee meeting that was supposed to be on Tuesday this week. It got moved to Wednesday. The, there's a proposal from uh, Representative Moylan from uh, Des Plaines that has introduced last week um, a bill that basically what the Bears want. The Bears want two things. They One, they've talked about publicly before, um, going back to that meeting last year in the fall, that town hall meeting, and that is they do want public funds for the infrastructure for this big development. We're talking plumbing, like sewers, like stuff like that, traffic lights, whatever it might be, um, which seems relatively reasonable for any time you're going to improve a town in any way, <laughs> increase residential, whatever it is, there's some of that infrastructure does come from the, the town, and that's fine. The, the other thing they want, which, I don't know, comes off as a little extreme once you see how many years that they're proposing – but they want a property tax freeze on the property. They want some cost certainty there. Um, which, when I first heard that, I was thinking, like, okay, like, I don't know, for like 10 years or something. They want it for 40, or at least that's what the proposal is to have a property tax freeze for 40 years. Yeah. Now, why would they think they're entitled to that versus the ordinary citizen who's going to see their property taxes go up? Because they're the bears and they can. Mm-hmm. I love how much that irks you. Well, they could also pay for it themselves. Right. Well, they're and the they're bears. coming up with ways to, they're still going to be making payments to Arlington Heights um, to make up for that freeze. I, I'm just very triggered by the whole thing that's yeah, going on. Yeah, we know. Uh, so, um,. I'm extremely disappointed in the city of Chicago <laughs> for letting it get to this point, one, and their communication by all accounts was straight horrible, and the fact that they owe more on Soldier Field now when they, than they, when they originally made the deal is just straight nauseating, disgusting, a screwing of, of the ordinary person who's paying property taxes here. And um, I do, there's like part of me, we're having this argument before the show that, you know, the Bears are going to leave. There's going to be this empty stadium on the lakefront that the Chicago Fire are going to play in and there will be concerts. But for the most part, like the building is not going to be used for what it's supposed to be used for. Should the Bears do the city a solid on the way out to try to at least make somewhat good on the property that they're that they're not going to end up using i what what yeah they're gonna pay off the lease and that's the only thing they're obligated to do. i understand and why I, I, would they do anything more than that because especially when the city has been so shitty to them consistently <laughs> literally not responding to letters normal communication Simple things they're asking for improvements every single year, and they don't get a response for months. Yeah, I got this it. This is why this is all happening. I got it. And so if I were the Bears, just just for sheer integrity of we are incredibly well off and our franchise is worth billions of dollars. What is it now? Four billion? Five billion? Mm-hmm. And I get it that the Bears' money, family money, a lot of it is tied into the team. And, so, and they're not selling, so they don't have as much money as many of the other NFL owners, but you could just to the city of Chicago, the people and the state of Illinois, try to do something that makes it right moderately on the way out that, that, that the Bears can at least chip in something as they're leaving. I don't understand why that's the Bears. It's not. Well, it's not why their they job. Should have to do that. It, they should You're not. essentially asking no. a tenant that had a shitty landlord 
to they got is getting out of the lease early is paying the share the, the buyout that they they legally need to pay to then chip in extra money to the shitty landlord just because there's because, no logic because, to that. Because they got a sweetheart deal on the property. But that's not their fault. I that understand. someone was I, dumber. I understand. I understand. They don't have to do this. It's absolute, It's within their rights to... It, they, to your point, they shouldn't do it. They've done what they... What they they're fulfilling they their contract. They should leave. Right. Right. I got it. But in my utopian calm, make things right, not all the money in the world going to the top one half of one percent at least there should be some level of tax on tickets right now at soldier field that so now you're taxing the fans yes but i'm not there's no if you want to go to a bears game that's on you no one's forcing you to go so i think there should be a tax on the tickets but i think the bears should also like if, if you raise tickets by say five bucks a ticket or something like that or whatever, whatever, $2 a ticket. A dollar should come from the Bears, and a dollar, like they'll get, the, the Bears should get a dollar of that, and the other dollar they're, they're putting back into the stadium to try to help, to, to do a little bit of a sell for as long as they're going to stay, something along those lines. I'm with Adam on this one. Yeah, it just Mark. doesn't seem like the Bears have any all right, obligation whatever. to do It doesn't that. matter. It's all monopoly money. We're all just, the city's going to be broken. Your texts are going to go through the moon, and, and we're going to have no services, and things going to suck. And Well, what you're talking about, though, is a real issue that's being talked about with this move. The Bears are moving within Cook County. So there are definitely mm-hmm. these people, rightly so, that have your reaction to the reality of that – you owe more money on the stadium now than you did originally? Yeah. Because this is how much that they've screwed this up. So They just kicked the can down the road. So why would they? we offer more money from Cook County to, and put that towards a new stadium when we already owe all this? So they're, they're, the part of the proposal is a $3 admission tax on all events that take place on, in the new stadium that will help pay off the debt incurred to fund the renovations at Soldier Field so long ago. Are you okay with that? So the fans are now, obviously, or anybody, yeah. Well, I don't have well, – but that's different than what you're saying. This is this is money coming from the new stadium to, mm-hmm. to help pay off the old one. Right. Why you're saying that, like, right now there's yeah. $10 yeah. – I think there probably already is, by the way. Yeah, Aren't, isn't there always I, been a tax there's, on there's, these there's tickets? Some, there's some tax on there. There's but, always been a tax. But like, tax on these but <laughs> this is a bigger conversation. It's, and it actually has nothing to do with the Bears. But I, w- I would just like I would, and 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 nobody wants to talk politics on the show, including myself. But it would just be very nice if people in in public office on either side of the aisle would actually have any level of fiscal responsibility. Because um, I would love to live and just buy everything I want on my credit card and pay the minimum and just kick it down the road and then, you know, have, have, worry about have it. yeah, and never think about it. But I don't get, I mean, I don't live that way, but that's just how we do this. It's, it's frick, it, it's, it's disgusting. It, it's, it, yes, Lawrence? The Duke is chiming in with a 999er. Thanks, Duke. Uh, he said, when the new stadium opens in Arlington, I think I'm going to send the CHGO Bears team to a game and the only condition is everyone's allowed to have fun except Cram. He's got to be mopey the whole time. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Cram. See, you know, Duke. Cram's gonna love the new l- stadium. Let me tell you something. Yesterday, I'm I'm riding my bike around this city. <laughs> Some people might have seen my video. video. <laughs> Happy birthday to the Flues. I don't think Hogue liked it and or retweeted it. Probably didn't like it. Whatever. I was having fun. I was having a great time. It was cold. Look cold. All I heard there was I was watching the news last night and there was reports of a crazy guy on his bike down by the lake that was singing. Yeah. And it, and it was a nuisance, and it was actually there a was big no problem. Nuisance. There was no nuisance. That's what I saw. <laughs> I enjoyed the signal. Uh, and 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 by the way, I rode from, I rode up to, uh, I rode I rode up to Lane Tech Stadium, whatever they call it up there. Way to go, Grace Carmen. Another goal last night. We're playing you on Friday, Saint Ignatius. Score. Let's go. First let's of all, go. We're not playing me, you went and there. I am rooting for Grace Carmen. Okay, well, let's go, Lane. Uh, I, I rode over there, and then I rode back from, from Western and Addison all the way to the lake and, and then down to the south loop back where I live, and 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 and, and I was screaming out to no one in particular, like, because I was, uh, um, you know, 
couple F-bombs here and there because I was, you know, I was getting tired, but, like, I was just rooting myself on. I was having a great time, Duke. I was smiling to the, you know, well, I enjoy my life over here. Uh, you know, just, JR threw us a fiver to, to say that the Bears-Vikes game will be the second time in Chicago for a game. Uh, how do I go about trying to get Carm to do a city tour for me and have overpass beer? See? You, you have fans. That's another thing. Who else on this show is having overpass beers? Duke. These guys are sitting there doing regular things. I'm just chilling out with the fans, <laughs> having a great time. I got you, JR. Let's go. Yeah. You, you hit me up. We'll overpass figure it out. Overpass beer. What's that? Overpass beer. Overpass, yeah. overpass cockies. <laughs> That's actually a real thing. 35th and Shields. Let's go. Um, all right. A couple other notes. I just want to. I just. People are wondering where this. Why this is taking so long. It's going to continue to. But because, by the way, apparently they're going on a summer break for. And they're not going to do any of this until the fall now. <clears throat> That's good. Well, the legislators down in Springfield. Rise and shine, legislators. Think about the people. Think about a budget. So in Think ex- about being fair. In exchange for the tax assessment freeze, the Bears would then negotiate an annual payment to the village of Arlington Heights that would be shared with other local taxing districts. So essentially what they're asking for is just cost certainty. So it doesn't change. It doesn't fluctuate. They know what their payment is. Uh, wouldn't that be nice in general? Or if one year property taxes went down for once? Dare to dream. Doesn't Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't fault the Bears for asking. And they obviously have leverage in this situation. Bears are making a business deal. Bears should make a, tell you this, Bears Carl. should make a business deal. The, I get it. The Bears have more leverage than you do. I got it. <laughs> 0.0 leverage. Um, the one problem that actually does seem to be an actual... Uh, no, I don't think it's going to be something that prevents the stadium from happening. But there has, the Bears have been separately... This is according to the Chicago Tribune story I'm looking at. The Bears have separately been negotiating with local school districts... Because you build all these homes, residential, there's going to be more kids, influx of kids. This is an issue pretty much everywhere. Um, And those talks appear to be at a standstill right now. So those talks are not going well right now. There's going to be... Pushback. Right. There's going to be a roller coaster ride, and they're going to get there. And Arlington Heights would get 30% of the revenue. Uh, Sources say Nick will get 1% of that 30%. Go. Let's go. Buy a house. And if you want to read about how politics works and get nauseous, read read the Sports Illustrated Michael Rosenberg piece on Brett Favre, which it took me about an hour this morning to get through it because it is thick, but it is nauseating. So I highly recommend it. Highly. And apparently Michael is a good friend of head of content, uh, Kevin Kadick, who does great work. Hopefully he's doing great work out on the uh, balcony right now. That's what I'm hoping for. That could be an issue. Wait, what? The brats. Well, I think Kevin is. Oh, Kevin's cooking brats today. I hope so. Wow, big day around here. Yeah, but all I see is he's talking to that Coyotes fan over there. Zawaski. Yeah. He's supporting the team. He's, he's wearing uh, a PHNX. We have uh, we have uh-huh. Craig Morgan coming on the show. Craig Morgan of the PHNX Coyotes team. So he's right. supporting yeah. this team. And our amazing social media. Friend Michaela causing quite a stir yesterday. That she was awesome. sure did. I did see that. And kicking butt. That was awesome. <laughs> I shot her a DM, and I'm like, you're the best. Good work. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I was, whoa. <laughs> My favorite exchange out of all those, though, was Kevin responded to her, like, basically supporting her tweet or whatever, giving her credit for it. And then someone in the replies, like, accused Kevin of, like, like, hey, the social media girl's not going to give you any attention, bro. <laughs> and I so badly wanted to be like, uh, they work together, bro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the internet. Oh, I love Twitter sometimes. What it's a great place for constructive Should we conversation. Were we saying, Mark? Yeah, no, I was just wondering if we were going to put the tweet up. but um. Well... I don't know that we should. I I just didn't know if we wanted context. Basically, basically, she was talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Pat, she tweeted at Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, she and added pissed him. off every Chiefs fan that yeah. exists. Yeah, Mahomes because tweets, he, Casey Coyotes has a nice ring to it, NHL. What do you all think? And Michaela did not like that because she's trying to keep the Coyotes in Phoenix. Yeah, Michaela is our social media 
uh, czar, amazing friend in uh, in Phoenix right now, PHNX. Yeah. And has been with the company for a long time, helping out, you know, originally from Denver with DMVR. So she's awesome. She crushed it at the Super Bowl with us. It was Go. amazing. And uh, she is now Patrick Mahomes' owner. The problem, <laughs> though, is Patrick Mahomes actually has gotten into team ownership. He owns a part of the Royals. He owns a part of the... Casey Current. The NWSL team there. I, doesn't he own part of the Wiz too? Is that a still a team, by the way? I, I isn't the, the, N- the MLS the, team. The MLS team. I don't know if he does own them. I thought it was the the NWSL team. Smart. Good for Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'm just saying. The problem is, if he wants to buy the Coyotes and move into KC, he probably can. He, so yeah, so that was that was a business offer. Well, that's why I would have been worried about it, which is probably why Michaela responded the way she yeah. did. Stay uh, away from us. Yeah. Back up. I Patrick. see. I see. I see. Well, uh, just wait till Justin Fields is going to swoop in, buy the Coyotes, and keep them in Phoenix. You yes. know what? You, How about that? You Christ. know what you can do when the Blackhawks come around? You can watch it on Fubo TV, 140 plus live channel sports, shows, movies, news, stream live to your TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. And you can start watching immediately a seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. I was watching Fubo last night. Uh, sign up and start watching. You do get a 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. So, of course, you get all the recordings that you need. Watch those movies. Watch those sporting events. Watch the Everything. NBA playoffs tonight. Let's go, Nugs. Uh, Cubs and White Sox, of course, on Marquee and NBC Sports Chicago. Oh, I have a thing for you, by the way, on the. Nuggets Lakers series. I'm gonna call you on them, but you can finish talking about how awesome Jimmy Butler is. Okay, uh, use the link in the description. 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Fubo TV. Appreciate you guys. What do you want to call me? Okay, on? so you really, really want the Lakers to lose? Yeah. Because you hate LeBron. I don't hate LeBron. I do not hate LeBron. I hate people who think that LeBron's better than Jordan. Okay. Those are there's, the, that, there's a difference. There's, 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 there's a difference. difference. But yeah. this is what I'm gonna call you on. on. You have the same fear of LeBron. That people in the 90s had of Jordan. No, I don't. Yes, you do. And here's why I know this. Because at least three times a day, whether it's here in the office, on this show, or I'm scrolling Twitter this morning and I see you tweeting at people, I think the Lakers are going to win. I don't think the Nuggets are going to win. That's not true. That's not what I said. I said my tweet... And you, I know that someone I sh- said the nug- you said that no you said that no one in the East is going to beat whoever comes out of the That's West. Right. And then someone That's said right. the Nuggets are going to come out, and you're like, I'm not so sure, because you are scared of LeBron, and so secretly, and you don't even realize this, you respect the hell out of LeBron. I do respect LeBron. You are scared of him. I am scared of him, which is the <laughs> same fear everyone used to have. But I don't. Jordan. But I don't. But I don't have the same fear that people had of Mike. Uh, you do. Okay, well, Mike never lost. Uh, once he had, once he had one all star, never lost. <laughs> once he had one all star on his team, he never lost. Just needed one all star. Go, go. And which, by the way, I was walking out of that game last night at Lane Tech, and somebody I was wearing Jordans last night, and one of the security people was like, "Love your shoes." And so then we started talking, and I was like, you don't know anything about 86, 87, because he was a young guy. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? I got all the shoes. I'm like, I know you know you got the shoes, but let's talk 86, 87. Let me, let me give you a history lesson on Jordan. So I was giving him. <laughs> and so then the other guy walks up to me, and he's like, Jordan sucks. Jordan's an ass. Jordan's this. I'm a Pippin guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was like. What? Yeah, that helped. That, that person exists. So now, and so now, like, because of what happened, with, and I, and, I, and then I, I had to go in on Scotty, I had to do it. So, but then I, but how the conversation ended was, check out CHGO Sports. So those dudes, if you are checking us out right now, we appreciate you. Thank you for getting jumping on board. Okay. They said they were going to subscribe. At least they did in my head. I, I did this. It. I did the same thing in uh, Hawaii. I met a couple from Chicago. We were taking pictures, and then I told him to subscribe to the CHGO Bears podcast. So good work, Nick. Got a new subscriber. Yeah, but you didn't meet up with Bears on Kauai. Yeah, what's up? With I that? did not. I did not. Uh, we're yeah, very Mark. Mark, good guy. Um, gave me a lot of recommendations for places. Just never lined up in the schedule. But I just need to go back now. So that's an excuse to go back to Kauai, hang out with Mark. Offer still on the table. I'll be there tonight. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to any of his places? I uh, went to Puka Dogs. Which is like their their hot dog stand that's right across from a beach. Beautiful place. Did you go to any of my recommendations? 
Uh, one was closed. What was that? The well, the beach. The uh, oh yeah, See, Queens yeah, Bath. Yeah. Queens Bath. But what closed. about what about Quiet Beer Company? Uh, no. Jesus. <laughs> the, the pizza place I gave you? Uh, no. Oh my god. So Went to a bunch of taco place. Oh my god, the taco food trucks. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. So good. What was but, the best part of the trip? Best part? Mm. I mean, the helicopter ride was awesome. The door, no doors on the helicopter ride. But I really liked the ATVing. Like, that was awesome going through, like, the jungle, do the different, like, terrain and stuff. Right. It, it was pretty cool. Kauai's Tell me that Bears time. on Kauai didn't want to go on the terrain with you? Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, we kind of booked that well in advance. Bears on Kauai didn't want to go on the helicopter Sorry. with you? Mark, we're going to hang out next time. Come back. Mark, he's never coming back. I'm coming back. Up. Carmen, <laughs> I'll be there this weekend. Mark, we apologize. We're coming. All right. A uh, couple super chats. Andre Skinner. 1999. How is Mooney's recovery going? When will he be able to practice? That's Sounds like good. soon. Ryan Poles did multiple interviews last week where he hinted that uh, he'll be back soon. I don't. So I don't. Let me put it this way: OTAs next week. I'm not expecting to see Darnell Mooney out there. Um, if he is great, but uh, as long as he's full go by training camp, which I believe is still the case, that's good. Programming note, if I may, next Tuesday, if things go right, uh, we're going to have two shows, one after OTAs and one in studio with the Colonel. The sack man's coming. I'm your man, Dent. If quarterback throws, he's going to get bent. Uh, Richard Dent will be sitting probably right here. Let's go. Me and Kevin are going to do the interview. Adam and Nick are going to be covering OTAs, and it's going to be – and Kevin Kadick apparently loves Richard Dent to levels that I – you know, people don't love their own mom. This is it's going to be it's going to be something. That's amazing. That is the plan as of right now for Tuesday. Um, all right, the Duke eight one one nine ninety nine. I can't wait for a CHGO short where Carm has to look at himself in the mirror and call himself an idiot for doubting Claypool if Claypool ends up being good. I hope that happens too, Duke. Let's go. I will own it like I've owned. Him. The one other time in my life I've gotten something wrong. <laughs> I, I did also see this tweet um, from the Pat McAfee show that um, Omar Khan, the Steelers general manager, is, was on that show today and said they're going to extend Mitch Trubisky. Or they're working on an extension. Oh, okay. What do you think about that, Nagy? Take that. Well, somebody who said Mitch Trubisky would still be in this league for 10 years. Is that you, Hogue? Still looking that way. He's already done six, which is wow. insane. Yeah. Did anybody disagree Four with you more on that? seasons. I wouldn't have disagreed with you on that. Oh, people were. Okay, well, not me. Yeah, it wasn't you. Yeah. It was um, Braggs. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Uh, next one. Braggs. It's probably, probably 90 degrees in Dyer, Indiana right now. Yeah. <laughs> no pond. Yeah. 90 degree day. He's sweating it out there in his. Kevin, 199. Tyler Scott gives me Johnny Knox vibes. Deep threat. Big playability. If that's healthy, Johnny Knox, take it. Yep. I like it. Uh, I like that a lot. Johnny was bigger, though. Not necessarily. Uh, taller? He had to be taller. Wasn't Johnny Knox, like, at least 6'2"? Let's Am see. I crazy? <laughs> Johnny Knox. But he was he was relatively, like. Uh, Six feet? 4'3"? Okay. Four four th- man, 4'3". Four th- yeah. Scott's, I, I get what you're saying, though. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and um, I like it. Adam, $2. Y'all should hug Braggs more. At the Carm, how was tennis? So I did hug Braggs yesterday, and I did it in a nice way. Hog, you felt bad that you didn't film it. Um, so we did do a hugging, so you should be happy about that. How you was tried t- to let go, though, before two seconds, and he held on. I gave two seconds, then he went for more. And then no, I, it was like a second and a half. I timed it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I lost to Mayank this week, 6-3, 6-3. I was up 3-0 in the second set. And then What's won, your career six, record against Mayank? 0-5. Oh, Hate that this guy. This was the first time that I actually like felt like I, I could have beaten him. I'm not going to say I should have because that would have been too far, but I could have. The knee's getting smart. better. Playoffs next week. Let's go. Gonna be a major uphill climb, but oh, I- that reminds me. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of league is this where you get in the playoffs when you're one and nine? Everybody makes the playoffs. That's stupid. Wow, I completely agree. 
<laughs> I don't believe I, I don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Here's okay. the brat, man. Well, that settles that. We agree. All right. Yeah. Uh, next one, Mr. Frankie. Who else misses the bear raid siren? Uh, Did they get rid of that last year? Yeah, I don't think that's a thing anymore. It was I, cool for like five minutes when the bears were actually good, and then it just got so obnoxious. Because it's like the third down siren isn't so cool when you're playing it for the fifth time on the same drive. Get off the field. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like, all right, now we're hearing this too much. Uh, Maybe if you play it, you get the third down stop, and then you don't hear it again for 20 more minutes, and then you get another third down stop, and then you don't hear it again. It was like every five seconds. You got to be good on defense. It never really bothered me because I wasn't in the stadium. So, But that's the problem. Yeah. With the oh the stadium you love and don't want to get rid of you were never there. Well, I was. I mean, <laughs> I just like looking at the outside of it. <laughs> That's the worst awesome. part of it. I find it to be the adorable. inside part is cool. <laughs> I love walking over there. Take Poppy the puppy for a walk. Go by the stadium. Oh, so good. Have her pee on George Hallis. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her not to. I don't want to do that to the family. <laughs> but I can't help. Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy, not well, at least not going over you to Walter. Didn't necessarily make it clear that it was the dog and not you. I the would way never. you said that, I would never. <laughs> Bad puppy. Poppy, the puppy doesn't like Papa Bear. Ah, she apparently. sits there and barks at Papa Bear and then lifts up the leg. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? No, Poppy, no. Stop she probably it. knows that, you know, they're leaving. Wasn't exactly. <laughs> Why that's so paying funny. big bucks out to uh, many bears who deserved more dough. Okay. Oh. Speaking of Mordo, Andre Skinner, shout out to him. Yeah, another 1999. Thank you, Andre. He says, when are we getting a pass rusher? What are the best options? I don't know. Might need more 1999. Um, um, does Leonard Floyd do anything for you? Not really. The options are still the same that they've been. Yeah, yeah. Yannick's still out there. I think Leonard I have the Floyd. Yannick and Gakwe article still written up. So when it happens, if it happens, like it will be published. So... We'll see. All right, I'm going to go in the back end and read Nick's Yannick Ngakwe after the show today. I think I have that. Look, if I'm a player at this point, I'm unless the team budges and offers, I'd probably hang out more. Like, someone's going to get hurt in training camp. That team's going to become more desperate to pay you. We if you could get paid the third week of August more money. Miss training camp. Not like all to, these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Now, that being, you do lose some uh, insurance benefits and things like that. And you're risking, you know, you get hurt training on your own. You don't have the same protection as when you get tra- hurt training inside a team facility. But that's a, I don't know. We should mention the uh, Gary Ross note. No Carl Lawson, which you threw out there. He has a rework yeah, deal with the Jets. He did, yes. I saw that this morning. So. You were on to something. But apparently my well, take Well, I would like to take credit for that. You know, I threw out this idea that the Bears should trade for him. The Jets heard that. They got a little nervous. They restructured his deal. Right. And I was the brilliant person that brought up that the Bears sh- should make at least an offer for Quinn and Williams. And everybody agreed with me. That's exactly how that show went. Hey, yesterday's show. By the way, shout out to one of uh, the great radio people, Dave Kerner, calling it quits after 26 years. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Dave's a good supporter on Twitter, good supporter in Bears land anyway. You have to read that super chat. He's signing off Friday. Yeah, yeah, uh, from Dick Durbin, my guy, two bucks. A cocky on me, boys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dick. <laughs> hey, We're must, in. Dick I don't know if he knows the price of cockies. I got a two bucks, you know. We're going, yeah, we're Come going, on, for Senator. The, uh, where, where are you hanging out at? We might go, sh- we might go Firehouse to South Loop Premium Old Fashioned there, buddy. Yeah. Or maybe we'll go Maple and Ash Old Fashioned. Thirty-five okay. bucks. Oof. Thirty-five bucks. Because oh, in that thing. Richard Hoax texting me photos from inside Guaranteed Rate Field right now. Hello. Nick Wright was in town. Parko had me with him. Maple and Ash, thirty-five dollar Old Fashioned. Oh, Nick's uh, paying? I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. Wow. I have, like, there's some really good old fashions out there, and I like trying them all because that's my go-to drink. But, like, $35? Well, my problem with it is I... As if I could remotely tell the difference. Well, that's kind of my point. Is I, I like, if I could pat myself on the back, I, I think I make a pretty good old fashioned, 
I've perfected a recipe at home that I use every night, pretty much. The bottle is like 45 to 50, usually. The bottle I'm using for that, shout out to High West. Um, I'm not going to be 35 for one. It's, it's insane. What? It's like, yeah. I, 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 I thought it was completely offensive. That's like, crazy. You, you just know that this is the popular drink right now and everyone's ordering it, so we're just, we'll just make a $35 one. And people will just still buy it because, you know. But hey, it was delicious. I like, the idea, it wasn't. I like the idea that the old fashioned is the hot drink right now. Ah, Isn't it? Yeah. It's literally old an old fashioned drink that's been around forever, which is why it's so popular. But now it's the new fad again. Nostalgic. I think so it, it is. is the new fad. I think I'm right. Maybe. Uh, everything uh, old is new again. Uh, please give us a like before you leave. Yeah, uh, please. Thank you very much. If, you, use, if you're listening. Use just a dash of maple syrup. Ooh. A dash Ooh, in your old syrup. fashion. You're welcome. I feel like we need to do a YouTube short of you making it old fashioned for us. Yeah. That, I would love to. We got the. Sounds we like could use any, I would probably. That's that's a little too nice and smooth to put in old fashioned. I'd rather just put that on the rocks. But a little high west bourbon or maker's mark. Uh, we'll I do can that. I like that. I'll show you exactly that. I'll do it tonight. Yeah, well, we can do it this summer. I don't know. Whatever. We have time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very right damn now we should do it. content. Gary doesn't drink the brown, so he's never had an old-fashioned. Uh, Leroy, thank you, sir. $5. I'm absolutely hooked on your show, guys. Keep up the great work. Seriously, Bears 11 and 6. Appreciate it, Leroy. Thank you, Leroy. Thank you. Appreciate you. That's awesome. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a listener to the podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. Thank you very much. Yes, hit the hit subscribe the like button. button. Hit the like button here on YouTube. Is, was that all for Super Chats? That was the last one. We are out of here. We're going to go eat some brats. Oh, brats. my gosh. Let's go. Brats. What a day. Texting people during the show. <laughs> you can text me, Carmen. Um, Nick and Will are back tomorrow at noon. Let's go. Friday Let's go. Show. Friday domination. Off, right? We need a fine jar. Every time Carm texts somebody during the show, he has to put a dollar in a jar. It's 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 108. I mean, <laughs> you're the one who makes it 108. Okay, we're out of here. Bye. Oh, yeah. Okay, bye everyone.